camera's at fault, William. I hated it personally. I hated being interviewed, having a camera in my face, especially after a loss. I did get quite addicted to the Highland League, to be honest. I like going away to Wick and all these places and mm. uh, just having a day out. Hello and welcome to the Highland League podcast. I'm Sean McCangish, your host. This week's guest is Huntley's Adam Morris. You might know him from the BBC documentary Fight at the Fort, where they went behind scenes at Fort William as they attempted to avoid relegation. It was an interesting documentary, and after seeing him um, appear in it, I was keen to get him on the podcast, find out more about his football career so far, kind of what it was like uh, moving up, up north, being at the club and having everything filmed in a in a difficult season. His ambitions are going forward now he's at Huntley. Thanks to Adam for coming on the podcast. If you're new to listening to the podcast, click subscribe wherever you're listening and leave leave a nice review um, because that would help grow the podcast and we can make it even even better as always appreciate all the support and hope you hope you enjoy this this decent chat earliest memories kicking a ball uh it was just playing for my local team really the earliest memories um just with my mates just being in school one day and one of the parents had set a team up and said get involved and from there that's how it progressed yeah so have you always been in Outfield player, were you ever further back or always forward or what's kind of? No, I've always been a, a forward player. Yeah, I've never been a goalkeeper or anything. I'm only about five six, so I'm too small for it to be a keeper. So, in terms of like going through the school teams and stuff, when did you know that you had like ability to you know play at a decent level? Um, probably getting into high school, just realizing that. Um, I was probably a bit better than the older years when we played football and that. And then obviously, uh, as I got into high school, that's when I got picked up a couple of times. But uh, yeah, probably say about about then. Yeah. So was that in terms of trials at different clubs and and stuff like that? When I was a young young kid in primary school, I had trials at uh, probably like I mentioned in the documentary Blackburn, Burnley, and things like that. And then um, obviously at, uh, when I got into high school, I had them at. Liverpool and Everton, but the Liverpool ones uh, were the ones that progressed a bit. Yeah, so a club like Liverpool. Well, it was a good experience, but it, it can affect you as a player when you're there and then, uh, you know, you get released. You see a lot of boys that get released and it does affect them quite a bit. Um, probably, I'd say, it did with me as well. After I got released, it didn't. I didn't take football seriously anymore. So yeah, it, but when you're there, it is a good experience to be around. Obviously, the best players in in the in the area, kind of thing, and learning new things all the time. Yeah. So, was there any players that you were alongside that kind of went on and we would know of, or kind of any standout players? When I was on, I'd say the best player I've ever seen at my age was when I was on trial at Burnley. Uh, a lad called Zidanek, well, he's just coming through at Man United at the minute. I think he made an appearance in the Champions League the other day. Yeah, i just seen things from him that I've never seen before, like crossing a, a ball, doing a 
owner at the age of like nine or something like that. It was just stuff I'd never seen before. And then at Liverpool, uh, played with the likes of Harvey Blur, Leighton Clarkson, who was actually at Aberdeen, was the year above me. So uh, I taught a cinema about and that, but in my team, Harvey Blur, James Balagizzi, uh these sort of players that are just coming through at the minute at Liverpool. Yeah, so how long were you there on trial and, and stuff? And how, how can you maybe explain the the process of, you know, in terms of being at a trial, at a club like that? Um, So you're at a trial for about six weeks you get a trial for. And then at the end of that, they just decide whether you're good enough or not. Uh, and then it goes from there, really. Obviously, you end up getting released and move on. How How did you cope with that? Well, it does knock your confidence, obviously. And then after that... Me personally, a lot of lads just just pack football in completely, but I just went back to basics and started playing it for fun again, uh, just for a team where me mates were there and just trying to fall back in in love with it. Yeah. So how how important was was that? Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't be up here now if I didn't go back to playing uh, uh, just a, a, a kind of Sunday league level with my mates because uh, that got me back in love with it, and then slowly over after a couple of years I've decided to actually give it a go again and take it seriously again. Um, How did the whole move to, to Fort William come come about? Basically I went to like a full-time football college like a I think it's like a it's like a semi-professional kind of college and he was a he was a teacher there at the college and we just we were quite close through that kept in touch all the time and then uh, I'd obviously left the college to start my own life and then he just called me up and said, like, we've got this opportunity here of moving to Scotland, this and that. And I just said, like, well, yeah, I'll, just, I'll give it a go, why not? Was it just like a fresh start and somewhere different and just to have a chance to express yourself in terms of your football and just... Well, I wasn't really taking football seriously when he offered me the, the chance. Uh, I wasn't training, I wasn't fit at all and then... He said, you know, come up to Scotland. It's a nice area. Obviously, Fort William, you probably know yourself. And yeah. uh, the rent's free and just all the things like that. I thought, well, there's nothing to lose, really. It's just like, just just kind of give it a go. So I just, yeah, I just went for it. Yeah, so how how important has he been in terms of encouraging you? Because I remember speaking in the documentary about how close you two are and how you hope to, you know, going forward, staying in touch as as you progress. Yeah, definitely. Like, we still stay in contact now all the time. We'll speak on the phone for about an hour and a half, twice a week, I'd say. Um, Just speaking for ages, he's like my uh, mentor kind of thing. Very important. I trust him a lot. So uh, if it wasn't him, if it was a different guy that said, come up to Scotland and this and that, then I obviously would have said no. Yeah, I trusted him. Yeah, so was he involved in the Belgium setup when you first met him, or was that kind of later? I think. Uh, no, yeah, he's been involved with the Belgium setup since for for all the time that I've knew him. Uh, so he used to tell me little things about it here and there. He doesn't speak much about it, but uh, yeah, I've always known he has been involved with that. So, in terms of your first time coming in up to Fort William, what was can your first impression of of the place? And uh, I've never even been to Scotland, so. My first impressions of Scotland was Fort William and seeing everything, what it's like, you know, it's like it's like a town that's back from the, like 1980s come to me because coming from a big city in England, it, it's like, wow, what's this? But I actually quite liked it. I liked it's like it's peaceful and it was like a, a holiday place. Obviously, we weren't there for a holiday, but 
it was a it, it was a chilled out place. So in in terms of um, you were staying at the caravan site. How was that as as a setup? Well, I had my own caravan because I did say before I come up that I I couldn't live with someone else. I'd like my own. But being on site with the lads around you, you know, either side of you, your neighbours, and always going around each other's caravans, playing FIFA on a night and just bonding. That was like that was definitely good. I do miss that about uh, Fort William, just being all the time around the lads, always having someone there to uh, keep you company. Yeah. So in ter- they they mentioned the documentary about how you were training on a full time basis. How can you explain that? Yeah, we'd have double sessions. I'd say four times a week. We'd have, or sometimes five. We'd have a morning session, and then we'd have an hour's break, and then we'd go another afternoon session two hours each so we'd train about four hours a day so we'd put a lot of work in sometimes you do you know just strike us today just defenders for this session uh things like that but we'd be training pretty much every day mm, how, how, how did how did you find that because obviously the other teams in the league aren't aren't training full-time they're normally two times a week me personally definitely learned a lot in terms of shape um what to do without the ball but I think we did need that as a team because when we first went out there, no one had met each other, no one knew how each other played. So we were kind of playing catch up, if you know what I mean, compared to other teams. So we did definitely need full time training. Yeah. So did you have a, a job when you were down there? Uh, I worked in like a hotel for like, it's literally like a couple of days a week. You didn't really get the chance to train in full time, you didn't really get the chance to work. But a few of the boys, pretty yeah, pretty much everyone had jobs really, just little jobs in the town. It's it wasn't hard to get a job around there because there's obviously not many people. There. So in terms of how how did you feel coming into a team that was there were so many different how you how you said there were so many new faces in terms of you were new. There was so many a lot of players from down south. I mean, it, it was hard because there was a lot of nationalities. Like there was only one Scottish lad in our team. There was a few English lads, a few people that I'd knew from back home. And then there was, you know, Spanish, Portuguese, French, just everywhere. So it was always hard to get a proper team bonding. But I think we definitely, towards the end, we, we, were, we were together as a team a lot. Do you remember your, your first Highland League game that you, you played in? or Bucky away. <laughs> oh, oh. Was, that the one, was that the one featured in the documentary? or? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's it like looking, even looking back at seeing you play on, on the TV screen? Is it a bit odd? Uh, I look back and I was like, wow, I, I was smaller. Obviously, like I said, I didn't go to the gym or I didn't train <laughs> before. I looked like, I remember the kit just being down to like all longer than my arms. So I look back and I think, wow, I was small. But we done, we done all right in that game, apart from the end. We lost it at the end, but we, we held them to 1 1 till about. I think it was like the 60th minute and then they got a penalty and that just changed the game. But how, how did you, like in terms of your previous experience um, being at football kind of school and, and the Highland League, how did you cope with the kind of physicality the f- first time you got into it? Oh yeah, that was a, a big shock, especially for someone my size. Like the leagues in England aren't like nothing like the Highland League. You can't really compare it to anything. Yeah. If it was my friends back home, I can't compare it to anything because... It does just take you by surprise, but at first, yeah, it was hard. But I've just got to just got to keep going to the gym and just keep putting the work in to be able to deal with some of the 
the big Scottish lads in this league. <laughs> do you do you feel also because you're 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 quicker? You you feel like you have to be you have to not faff around with the ball. Like you don't have time to you know say maybe cut inside. You have to be quicker with the ball. Do you think that's kind of improved your game? Say that them two things about the high league physicality and you don't get time on the ball at all, especially in the midfield. Like mm. it's just one touch kind of thing. So a lot of the games, it was the score lines were getting closer, but you were just getting beaten like slightly. How how did you cope that for you being so young in terms of? Um, yeah, the start we thought. Obviously, we knew the history about the club, and we thought we had the spirit. You know, we're getting closer. We're getting closer every week. But then I think I remember going away to Clack and losing in the last minute. Uh, lost him. I've just all the tight games where we couldn't hold out for the final ten minutes. I began to realise that experience is a massive thing to have in your team, and we didn't have that at all. To be honest, we didn't have the experience age-wise, and we didn't have experience in the league. And I just didn't think it'd be possible when we started losing them games in the last ten minutes. I realised that where the other teams have the Cool head and they have the composure in that last ten. We just we would we never had it. Yeah. So how how did you cope? Because it seemed to be. I mean, this is just from the documentary, so you don't see everything. But how did yeah. you cope in terms of? It seemed like the manager was saying the exact same thing after every single match, and it, yeah. it felt it it felt I felt sorry for you because it was like. You were getting there, and then it was like one step backwards, you know, one step forward, one step backwards. How how did you find that to keep on training and keep on going? Because obviously near the end, a lot. It's fair to say some players just just kind of gave up and just kind of you know they couldn't cope with it near the end. Yeah, me personally, I, I, it is hard. Obviously, it does affect you, but I, you just think next game and you go again and. You keep the mentality, but when the other players started to <clears throat> sort of cave in around you, that's when it does affect you. Because when you dress, your own dressing room does start to go against the manager and against the philosophy, then that's when it does start to affect you. But as long as you're around players that are the same mentality as you and carry on to believe, then then I didn't find that a problem. Yeah, do you think that was maybe one of the problems near near then that some players just like was like because eh. it you could tell by the body language some players just were like oh, we we're not in this anymore. There's no. Do you think that was maybe a bit of a problem near the end? Yeah, well, definitely for the majority of the lads, the main aim towards the end was just get the club a win. The club hasn't won for two whatever however long it was, um, but some of the lads obviously. Did, did like you said, did, did given up, um, and you just can't do that in the Highland League. You know, whether you're a winger or whatever position, if you switch off, then your man's going to run off you, and you just, you need eleven men, especially when you're Fort William. You need eleven men to be playing all the time. Yeah. So, in terms of tra- um, a lot of the games you were traveling away from home, what kind of was the bus journeys like? Because you're I think two to three hours per weekend. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the coach journeys. So away to Brawler and teams like that, we did have a coach. But I remember a couple of games, you know, we went to Lossy Mouth, uh, I think Clark as well. We had to travel there on uh, a minibus, like not a normal minibus, like a transit Ford van converted mm. into a minibus. Yeah, that was horrible, to be honest. You had your knees in the back of someone for about three hours and you just get off the minibus and just 
cramped up already so that that was that wasn't nice what do you think you've learned from being part of that um at Fort William I think it improved my mentality a lot you know like being behind in games now doesn't really affect me because I'm used to it from Fort William I'm used to you know being behind and losing quite a lot so I do actually think it's improved my mentality uh I don't ever think I could be at a team that is touch wood doing as bad mm. as Fort William were losing. So I think as in football now, I just think how can it really get any worse than what I've endured through Fort William? Yeah. So in terms of being part of the the documentary and, and you speaking in it and having the cameras around, what what was what was that like? And in... with the cameras at Fort William, I hated it. Like the club said gotta do it because they've they're giving us money basically so we, as players we were made to do it a lot of the lads did enjoy it but me personally I hated being interviewed having a camera in my face especially after a loss um yeah it it didn't really become the norm for me um you always notice them there you know after a loss you mm. head down in the change rooms and the zoom they're coming up to you and like zooming into your face and that you always did notice them do you do you feel at times maybe the documentary might have affected you yourself and our players in terms of you know you just want to focus on the game and not have a you know a camera shoved in your face um i think for me i didn't get affected by it my game didn't get affected by it but other players i think yeah they did get affected they, they knew the camera was there and Definitely, you know, they kind of knew. No, do 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 a lot of the Huntley like guys? Did they ask you about that? Yeah, mm. yeah, they're all like uh, dead interested about the documentary for because for them it's like the Highland League to be have a documentary about it. It's just baffling. So, do you kind of wish you weren't part of it to an extent? Um, fortunately for me, I didn't come across too bad. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe in the long run, it is good because it gets you exposure. I'm not sure, really. I do cringe when I watch it. I mean, I, I did think the funniest part was, you know, at the end when you get stood on by that horse. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was. What did you make? I mean, well, it's bizarre things like that. That I mean, you look back at it and you'll find it funny. But um, how did you find in terms of you? You spoke about your situation like back home. How did you find about speaking about that? Obviously, it must have been a bit uncomfortable for your, yourself. Um, well, that's the thing. Sort of, they brought it up to me and I did speak about it. But then I said to them, don't leave that bit in. <laughs> and they left it in. So there's not much I can do about it. But yeah, I would have rather it not to have been in there. But I probably shouldn't have spoke about it for that to happen. It's kind of my fault. No, it's something you can look back on in, in years to come and say I was part of a... A documentary. Is there much of the guys you stay in contact with from Fort William? Um, yeah, there's still there's still two lads that play for. Oh, there's actually three or four of them, but I stay in contact with two of them that still play for Fort William. They've come back up from England to play again this season, so stay in contact with them quite a lot. Called uh, Taylor and Cam. Oh. Um, but yeah, yes, yeah, I stay in contact with quite a lot of the other lads um, that have gone moved back to elsewhere as well. So in terms of mo- moving moving up north, um, what what does your pals back home think of you coming up up to Scotland? What um, my mates, they just they didn't know about the Highland League obviously before I've gone there, and then 
they're probably most um, chuffed about is that they can bet on the league. They didn't know they was like, "What you're in a league that we can like you can actually bet on the league." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So obviously they keep up to date with it. Though they do, they check the scores all the time. And um, I did say to them, "Though there's no point betting on the league the way the Highland League is." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so it's just no point. Um, you'll need to get them up. Have they? Are they planning to coming up to see you? play at some point or what? Uh, they do keep on saying they want to come up and they are going to come up but it's, to get up for them it's hard it's like a six and a half hour drive um, or then the train's even still five hours so it's it's not easy but they are definitely going to come up at some point on watch you stay in Aber- Aberdeen now yeah yeah city centre yeah yeah so how how are you how are you finding finding that compared to Fort William Um, at first I didn't like it because it was a bit of a shock, but then I've got back used to city centres and de- yeah, I don't think I could move back to Fort William now. I've been in the city centre again for a bit. I do love it here. What what's kind of the setup with training at Hunt? So it's twice a week. At, uh, through, up until last week, we were training in Inverary, so the lads would just pick us up whoever lived in the city centre, and then just recently it's changed to. Cormac Park, Aberdeen's training facility, I think, and Ove on a Monday. So we just get picked up by some of the lads that are driving through. No, so um, how did the kind of move come around to 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 Huntley? I was just the season finished at Fort William. Um, I was in the caravan with the boys, and I just remember I got uh, I think it was a WhatsApp message maybe from um Alan Hale. I think Shadabad must have passed him my number and then he just obviously um, told me his plans, told me about the club and said that um, he'd like to have me and then after having a Zoom call meeting with him, um, I said, that, yeah, it's definitely attracted me to the club and um, then I took the offer from there. Yeah, how how great an opportunity for your, for yourself in terms of a bit of a step up, you know, in terms of teams yeah definitely like my plan was to stay at Fort for another year but I really didn't want to be playing in that league and I did get like I would say I did get quite addicted to the Highland League to be honest I do Mm. it's weird but I like going away to Wick and all these places and Mm. uh, just having a day out so I definitely was was made up to be staying in the Highland League. Do you like the kind of journeys with with your teammates up in yeah. the middle of nowhere, so I think it's just the Scottish lads that don't like it because they they probably want to they want to get back early and be with the families or whatever. But for me and obviously the other English lad in the team, we've not really got anything else to do with our day, so it's just a day out for us kind of thing. So you are you working in Aberdeen these days? Yeah, yeah, I work at, um, like a hotel bar kind of thing. So how are you finding that in terms of that and your football? Is your football still two? Are you training two times a week or more than that? Or? Um, yeah. So the club actually helped me out with getting the job. So um, we trained two times a week, and the hotel was quite flexible with me. You know, if I ever have football, they'll give me the day off kind of thing, which is good. What's your kind of memories that you'll look back on and say, "Oh, I enjoyed that." game or I enjoyed you know that um, I'd say firstly for Martin away we got a 1-1 draw and uh, I scored quite a decent goal that day so to draw against one of the big teams was like yeah that was massive for us and 
we had a little bit of a celebration, but I'd definitely say top moment at Fort William, which wasn't mentioned in the documentary, which I wasn't very happy about, was the Strasby, the Strasby win. Um, it, was, it was class. Now at Huntley, what are your kind of targets and what's your kind of ambitions in terms of your, your football? Um, yeah, I'm definitely quite ambitious. I'm looking to get higher, obviously. I'm only young, so I think I can improve under the coaching staff at Huntley. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Um, so I'll definitely back myself to go higher in the future. Like, what's Alan Hale been like as as a manager? And yeah, Alan's like yeah, definitely one of the best managers I've had. Because when I first got up here, um, being on my own in a big city, I probably rung him two or three times saying like, I want to go, I want to go home, I don't want to be here. And just the way he helped me through that, um, like yeah, I'll always respect him for that, and I'm glad that he done it because I am settled and happy now. So. Um, as well as improving me as a player, he's helped me massively as a person. Through work, I've met quite a few people. And then, um, I don't know many, I'd say I'd be able to count it on one hand, the amount of people that I know in Aberdeen. Who who do you think's the best player you've played with and your best player you've played against so far in your career, you'd say? Is this in Scotland or just anywhere? Just, just in general? Yeah, I'd probably have to say the best player I've played with is the boy Zidane. Iqbal, um, best player I've played against. Ooh, probably have to say, I'm not sure on that one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say one of the best players that I've played against in the Highland League, um, Julian Wade, he's a very good player. And mm-hmm. then last season for Fort William, <clears throat> um, the boy Ross Gunn, bro, he, he impressed me when he was playing for Rothfuss. Obviously, they're both attackers, but for me, watching them in the game, I did think they're two very good players. Um, So what are your kind of targets this season? Have you got a set amount of goals you want to score? or? Um, Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably aim for, I'd be happy with six or seven this season, realistically, if I can hit double figures, then like, great, but um, obviously a few assists as well. And then I'm hoping for the team to finish and it will Anywhere above the bottom four or five teams, I'd be happy with. Thanks for listening to the Highland League podcast. Hope you can join me next time for another interesting interview.